0: Old Man Man Rolling dice presents presents
1: Servants of the
0: the Light A Call of
2: Cthulhu. Cthulhu Live
1: For you go and get your rod, and head down to the dock. Upon reaching uh, the docks, you see you see the three little boats. You sort of give the water a a look over, and you start to notice that there's some oily spots in the water.
2: Oily spots, and then look—it's they're rowboats. They're
1: not motorboats. No, they're they're rowboats. They're not. Just a Man. little bit here and there.
2: So if I put my finger in the water and smell it, it smells like regular gasoline. It smells like gasoline, that's right.
1: In a motorboat. And as you're, as you're having your time at the dock, uh, Ellsworth, you can see him moving north up the lake, just, just as you and uh, Mr. Gray had to the south. And uh, Ellsworth, uh, you've come across. You know, you're a little ways away now from the from the motel, and you find some, on the muddy banks of the lake, some tire indentations. As if someone had driven into the lake.
2: Here's your first picture?
0: That's oh. what I do. Okay. Sure
1: Alright.
0: September 27th.
1: And you too uh, can notice that there's some oily patches of water here.
0: Can I see anything in the lake, or is it far too deep or murky?
1: If, I hate to say it again, but give me a spot hidden. Yeah, so you know. Eighteen. You can make out the top of a vehicle, just beneath the water. Maybe a dozen, a dozen okay. feet or so from the shore.
0: I like don't make a big deal of it case somebody's watching you but immediately, like, alarm died off in my head. Yeah. I continue my stroll Okay. a couple of quick pictures of the area, but, like, also, like, a picture of the lights, like, I'm getting ready to make a collection of postcards or something.
1: All right. Mr. Jameson Gray. So your friend has, he- Winston has headed off to the dock with his rod. You can maybe see Ellsworth out for a walk along the water as well. And you can now see Bob has begun unloading into the room, one of the rooms facing the lake, and obviously one of the rooms at the front.
2: want
3: to head back up to the hotel. You said it's up on stilts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: How, how high off the ground is it? Not very high, maybe maybe two feet at most. Mm. It's okay. like a crawl space. If you wanted to go under, you would be crawling.
3: It's like that all the way around the... Uh...
1: The hotel? Yeah, the entire okay. the entire motel is up. There. Okay. I want to go in and go to one of one
3: of our rooms. Okay. That's you're in room five. In room five. Okay. <laughs> you said there's like a, a carpet on uh, on the ground, like a, a rug. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just out of paranoia, I'm gonna lift that up.
1: You're gonna lift that up. Uh,
3: yeah, is there anything underneath the uh the rug like a trap door or anything like that?
1: So you're you're by yourself. You you lift the rug back and to your I don't know if it's to your paranoia's relief or or maybe it worsens it. There is a trap door. Really? Uh-huh. But there is no handle on this side. There are no locks on this side. Okay. To further your paranoia. There are a set of almost like claw marks, more scratches than claws, uh, sort of on a line directly towards this trapdoor.
3: Huh? As if somebody, somebody's fingernails dragging in the in the. I don't know
1: the... what it could be, Mister Gray. Oh.
3: Okay, I am
1: just like. And at not... that, you hear a footstep behind you. And shadow looms over you, okay. What would you like uh,
3: to do? I, I would like to maybe just keep put my hand on my chest near where my gun one of my pistols would be holstered, and just kind of like turn around and uh, see what's behind me or who's behind? Me.
1: So you're very tense as you turn, only to see Bob uh, coming in. <laughs> and uh you bob you see you see mr gray on the floor with the rug rolled back he's found this trap door in the floor you haven't noticed the scratch marks yet though
3: i will just put up my finger to my lips and point at scratches and the and the the uh, the trap door and then after Bob's seen it, I'll just go ahead and kind of like roll the rug back over it, you know, like smooth it out, just be quiet and just kind of say, geez, this is a, a hell of a view to th- of this lake, isn't it? It is a terrible view, yes. These are the What's best like- rooms, sir. Well, that's, uh, I'm going to have to give this place five stars. Hey, let's uh, let's go outside and uh, take in more of that beautiful uh, lake-like, lakeside scenery and uh, see if the guys want to, I'm going to say the
1: two of you step out onto the back porch that overlooks the lake and you see Ellsworth and Winston coming up from the lakeshore towards you, obviously with no fish in hand. And as they approach, <laughs> uh, you know, a little bit more time has passed and the sun is starting to get a little low in the sky, when you hear, uh, you hear shouting from the front of the motel.
3: Like angry shouting or Very screaming? Very angry shouting. It's, it's
0: outside? Outside, yes. And we could rush around and check what that is.
3: Yeah. So you that ma- does not sound like the two elderly gentlemen.
1: You make your way around, and there is a young man, and Ian, you recognize William, the, the man who had pish, pushed the wheelchair. And the young man says, You said you don't know if he'd stayed here. I know he did. He told me so. William says, Calm down, young sir. There are people trying to rest here. Rest? Here? With all the noises under the rooms at night? Good luck to them. Now what room did he stay in? Tell me that at least. William seems to be growing angrily now, and he said, I said I don't know. And that's my final answer. Now stop bothering me. Or get the hell out of my, ho- my motel. At which point, the young man storms off. He walks right past you guys and around the back of the motel, obviously headed to his room. And he looks absolutely furious. William looks at the four of you, l- looking a little gobsmacked. And he, he just he, sh- he shrugs at you and makes his way into the front of the reception.
2: I guess we're coming back up from the lake. Mm-hmm. That's the
1: same side of the room that he's going into. Yes. He's, he. This man walks past you and around to one of the lake front rooms. So maybe I'll hurry up to him. Okay. And
2: ask him who he's looking for.
1: Yep. You stop him just outside of room eight, which is the room at the very end of the T. It's the last room uh, overlooking the lake. He says, who the hell are you?
2: I'm Winston,
1: a, a friend of James'. And this ma- this man looks to be about about 21. He says, "James." Uh, I don't know no James. We're looking for someone as well. Who are you looking for? I was supposed to meet a friend here. Abraham. Abraham Hickey. That's who I'm looking for. I'm Jacob Trent. And he motions to shake your hand, Winston.
2: Pleased to meet you.
1: In a weird place this is. He says, those, those two old coots drive me crazy.
2: Why do they drive you crazy?
1: They know something. They know something about where Abraham is. I'm sure of it. Me and Abraham are supposed to meet here.
2: I'm sure he came here before me. What are you guys going to do? Go down to Arkham? At that point, you you
1: when you say that, it, he obviously... You strike a nerve of some type, and he becomes a little bit uncomfortable. And he says, "Our business is our own." Well,
2: there's no worry. Can I sort of sort of put him at ease by not by charming him? You uh, charm. But put him at ease. Charm or put or arm around his thing. Say, "Don't, don't worry, don't worry. We're trying to find someone as well. Maybe we can help each other." Well,
1: who, who are you looking for?
2: I'm looking for James. He's a young fellow, around your age. He went to the university, came down here to look for his girlfriend. We haven't heard from him since.: What's he look like?: He's brown, six foot two. Do you
1: show him the picture?: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks at and he goes, "Yeah. Yeah, I saw that guy the night I pulled in here, but I didn't get a chance to say hello." In the morning I noticed his car was gone, so I guess he left. If those old fools say he wasn't here, they're either idiots or they're lying. The later, I reckon. And I just may go bring the police in.
2: Well, I hope you I hope you find your friend. Yes, and if could it be any assistance to you? Just let us know. You know what your friend looks like in case we run into him. He describes Abraham
1: as tall, short cropped hair, blue eyes. And very
2: comely El is the closest to me. I'll go back up to him and sort of explain the situation to him. okay But the distraught young man and how he thinks he's seen uh, James so with that,
1: as you guys as you guys talk, one of the other rooms uh, the drapes pull back uh, for a moment, the room right beside Jacobs, the man you were just talking to, and uh, you see a woman dark hair and uh, a dark complexion look out for a moment. Uh, She sees the four of you and quickly closes the the drape.
3: This is a busy little motel in the middle of
2: nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) No one signed in.
1: Well, with the four of you here, it's gotten very busy. There were three people, right? Jacob, the woman... And then uh, the other man that you that was met down at the lake, you didn't get his name.
2: And then the four of you now. I'm going to mention maybe to Ellsworth how dirty the lake was. I went fishing, and the whole lake covered in oil. It smells.
0: I also went for a stroll on the lake. We should probably all get into a room and have a conversation. There was something quite disturbing.
3: Are we outside?
1: Yes, now, you're, you're out on the backside of the motel, facing the lake, right now. But we're not together. No, you're I all just... sort of together. Okay. You probably will... you all witnessed Winston go and talk to.
3: Uh... What's the angry man's name?
1: Jacob. Talk to Jacob. Jacob mm-hmm. Trent.
3: I'm going to kind of let everybody know. In you know low low conversation about these. Uh trap doors and that it's probably not a good idea to talk because I mean, who knows why the hell there's trap doors underneath these rooms. and Especially after hearing there's noises underneath the rooms and that's a bit dodgy.
0: Maybe we should go talk down a bit. Uh, Could be yeah. animals.
3: But those trap doors, they only have a, or that trap door only had a handle on the uh, on, there,
1: well, there you, don't, handle. you don't know if there's a handle underneath. But.
3: Yeah, there wasn't a handle on our okay.
1: There wasn't hinges on your side either, so go stroll down to the dock and
0: talk to each other about what we've discovered.
3: And sorry,
1: is is room five right behind room one? Yes, they are, and they are the closest to the the business side of the motel. So the four of you go down to the dock. Do you share this letter at this point with them? Yeah, I'll, yeah,
3: I'll give Mister Gray the the notebook.
1: So I'm just going to read that now. So it says, Felt so tired after the row with Dad and staying at this dump hasn't helped. Car still broke down. Old man William says he can't fix it, but I don't know whether I can trust him. This place creeps me out. And it's only been one night. Hate the noisy frogs around the lake. And I saw lights out there when I went for a stroll. Late night fishermen... The three boats were tied up, and I can't imagine those decrepit old brothers going out there at night. The lake stinks anyways. Had the worst time sleepwalking. Not done that since I was a child. Dreamt I was underwater, floating through a weird city littered with corpses. I awoke after midnight, freezing cold outside my room. The lights in the reception were blazing. Those old fellows are strange. And I haven't seen much of them, thankfully. They spend all their time in that workshop, or whatever it is, facing the lake. Damn it, if that car isn't fixed today, I might just take my chances and hitch a lift to Kingsport. I miss you so much, Emily. Rowing with Dad? Rowing, A row. A row, sorry. Did I say a row? A row with Dad. So he had an argument with his father.
0: Okay, for a minute I interpreted that entirely differently.
3: I thought it said roll. No, yeah. um, okay. oh, so this looks like a, a James wrote this. Is this? Is there a name in the notebook? Like, no. is it? Okay,
1: is this the only page filled? Uh, there's a few others, but the, the, they they don't relate. Can we assume part it's the book, James? The early part of the book looks like school notes. So y- you think maybe this is James? Okay, uh, th- that's a reasonable assumption. he was here, there's no
0: question about that.
3: Yes, he was in our our room, room one. This is where I found it.
0: Incredibly disturbing. And Jacob said he saw him as well. I was in northern Ontario for a number of years just tracking Sasquatch. I noticed while touring the lake, there are car imprints on the far north side of the lake. I believe there's a car that has recently been pushed into that lake. That's not the sort of thing. Not what people do or see, something is amiss here. Can I'll
1: I say that can I get have... uh, can I quickly just get a mechanical repair check from Winston or Ellsworth, please? Oh, not me. No, <laughs> a mechanical. Well, I guess you know what. You're down by the dock now. Anybody can roll their mechanical repair check. You're all down <laughs> at the dock.
0: I'll give a nod to the location where I'm like over
3: there.
2: Is
1: it? Did anyone succeed? Yes, I did. Yes. So, Bob... (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) roll.
3: I'm going to roll.
1: Bob, the amount of oil and gasoline you can see sort of floating around the dock. And then you can see it sort of tracking north as Ellsworth uh, draws your attention to it. There is way too much here for just one car. Does this lake actually stink? It does
3: stink. Is there dead fish floating in this
1: lake? You don't see you don't see any fish. I didn't catch any. Or any evidence of
2: fish. Mm. I do have a box in that ship.
0: <laughs> there is something horribly amiss with this place. Yes, they, they
3: they have a number of license plates on their wall.
0: Did they have A B sixteen
3: fifty two? They did not, sir. But there were a few missing, like they were just taken down recently.
0: There's a small garage or workshop on the back of this building that is padlocked shut. I I can't see in through the window, but I'm getting a dreary feeling about this place. Something has happened here.
3: Maybe we should go check it out. It's another workshop that uh, James said that those two old codgers spend all that time
0: in. Could be a workshop looks like a garage but i mean a garage workshop
1: is that the
3: room right next to
1: room five room five has a door that leads into the workshop but it's bolted shut let's try it like it has a it has a bolt on it so the bedrooms have doors leading into their adjacent rooms Yes. so if you had you know a small party you could you know open the door in between right but there is one the room 5 has a door that actually looks like it would lead into the workshop or maybe into a another area of the administration side of the motel bob you found the note in room room 1 room 1 room yeah. 1 that's the the trap door. Door. the trap door was in room 5 but the notebook was Well we in haven't room checked
3: one. the other room to see if there's a trap door which i'm assuming there probably is
0: we should probably check the rooms I'll get my camera. I'll take a couple photographs. There might be something here we can preserve.
1: Sure. Let's go. So you check room one, you lift the rug. Yeah. Sure enough, there is a trap door there. There is no way to open the trap door from the side.
0: Is there scrape marks on this
1: one? No.
2: I have stayed in a number of motels. This is not normal. And we're going to stay here. <laughs> Unfortunately. How heavy is the bookcases? Are they something you could actually put on top of these trapdoors? Not to weigh them down, any. Yeah. I
1: mean. Yeah. Doesn't we mean need, they open yeah,
3: out uh, into the room they anyway. Drag a
1: bed and they don't, the you bed, don't like, think they, they open into the, the room. They swing down into the crawl space. Like, there's no hinges in the room. So the hinges are underneath. The latches glasses. are underneath. Should we go into
0: town with the supermarket? Maybe we could talk quietly while we're there.
3: Yeah, so this, the only place to eat is the there's a supermarket down the road.
0: Let's get, maybe let's get out of the motel. And we can ask the people in the supermarket where they know about the motel. It might not hurt to find out a couple of other locals' opinions of this uh, this uh, particular establishment. Sure. Huh? Take pictures of the trap doors and the rooms before I leave <laughs>
1: Okay. I archive everything. <laughs> so you make your way back to your car, and you head in the direction of the supermarket.
3: Actually, I'm going to go into the front, into the office.
1: All right. The bell jingles again, and... Yeah. Uh, And no one answers right away. I'm going to ring the bell. A moment later, joined by William.
3: We're going to go to the grocery store. I just want to make sure. Can you just give us directions?
1: He's like, the grocery store. He reaches into his vest pocket and he pulls out a small pocket watch. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's it's probably closed by now. You're past Um, five o'clock, sir. Is that
3: the only place to get food? I'm afraid so. And you're sure it closes at five?
1: Oh, I'm quite sure. As I said, they deliver here. I can certainly take an order, if you'd like, for a delivery. Will they deliver it if they're closed this late? Oh, no, no, I meant meant when they're next out this way.
3: Oh, no, we'll probably be gone in the morning.
1: Oh, you're only staying for the one night.
3: Yes, we're just staying overnight.
1: Fair enough, fair enough.
3: Oh, thank you, I'm glad I asked.
1: I noticed one of your friends down uh, by the lake. I, I don't, uh, I don't have any bait, but there is, I could get you a shovel if you'd like to dig up some worms.
3: No, I, I think they're fine for right now.
1: All right. Well, there's a couple boats tied up there. <laughs> they're you're welcome to use them.
3: I'll thank them and uh, I head back out. And I'll let everyone know that the grocery store's probably closed.
0: Well, so much for bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The, su- the sun is almost <laughs> yeah. down now, and you can start to hear the cacophony of frogs. Well, we we know that it
0: appears that James stayed in Room five, 1. Yes. I propose, I know that this is a vague area in terms of sciences, but I have been trying <laughs> here as parapsychology and brought with me my Ouija board. <laughs> and the main, we, and the, part of the evening in Room 1 seeing if we can contact spirits with insight into what's going on here. This has been a success for me a number of times over the years.
3: I have nothing to say to that, sir.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like you,
1: Bob. Bob, I like you. Which room are you conducting the Ouija seance in? Room, room one. Room, room one? Room. So okay. looking out onto the front parking lot? So he comes in, and uh, maybe some of you have a little bit of food to snack on. Uh, the four of you gather. Uh, Ellsworth is setting up his Ouija board.
3: It, is, there, is there any furniture that we could place down over the trap door? <laughs> <laughs> Lock it off.
1: You, you, uh, as it, well, there's a night table. The night table would almost fit through this trap door, actually.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh you have a bookshelf. It's small, but you could certainly put it over the top of the I
3: think I'd like to. Quietly, you
1: know. Oh, you can totally just it's small. You pick it up and move it. Do you do that? Oh okay.
3: For those. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So you pick the small bookcase up and put it across the top. Uh Ellsworth is at there's a table with two chairs. Uh and he has his Ouija board set up now for you to gather around.
3: Do do I need to participate in this, sir?
0: It's always best that we all participate. The more psychic energy, the better, of course. We never know who the spirits will channel through. They are fickle individuals. One time up north with Lee, we once had a seance involving 35 men. Inconclusive would be an understatement. I believe the, the sheer number of men involved here today will be will be more than adequate. I just need you to open your minds. Things beyond our existence and our knowledge exist. this is something I've worked on for years
3: and it doesn't seem to have worked at all sir
0: so you... there has been hiccups
3: <laughs> as an o- as as the owner of about six different Ouija boards i I'd like to I'd like to look into this I mean I'm sure it's nonsense, but what the hell this is your area of expertise, Mr. Specter.
0: Are there any questions we need answered here? Yeah. I once spoke to Mark Twain, I swear. Does everyone have oh, their hand beautiful. on the planchette?
3: Or sure. Why not?
0: We could do some table tipping and spoon bending afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> <to do some> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> we must start with the best level of sounds available to us.
3: You're not going to produce ectoplasm, are you?
0: I really believe there are spirits here. There's something about this lake that's giving me an incredibly eerie feeling.
3: You're not feeling
0: it. A light rain begins to fall outside. Dearly departed, we come to you tonight for answers. Speak to us now. Acknowledge our presence. A man's life is in danger. Is there anybody out there who can
1: answer our questions? Give me an occult roll, Mr. Specter. Sixty-six, that is a fail. The planchette, you feel a tug on it, but it doesn't really go anywhere.
0: I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I respond, sometimes I do not. I am not the master of my own spirits.
1: Bob, you're looking out the window into the rain, and you see the brothers. William push his elder brother out the door on the wheelchair, and you see him bump him down the steps. Once he gets down, he puts an umbrella up, and they make their way around the side of the motel, obviously headed for the back.
3: So when I was in the front room, did they were just in the back, I couldn't see into the back.
1: There was no there was a doorway, but you didn't you didn't catch what was beyond the door.
0: Would you like me to distract them out back for a while while you investigate in the front room? Sure, if you want. Or do we want to see where they're going into the back room?
3: Or why don't you do that and I will check the front out. They're probably going in the workshop. So maybe go into room five and
0: see if you can hear anything through the door. Mmm. I was gonna play a game with a dousing rod, but this is way better.
3: You could probably do All that right. in the room as well, sir.
0: I believe there's a lake, a lake nearby. Okay, I will I am willing to go to the room five if anybody else is. I would love to not go to room five alone. I'll
2: bring my binoculars just in case.
1: I have a uh
0: an electric torch and my camera equipment I would bring
1: I will grab
3: my crowbar from the trunk.
1: Okay, so so Winston and Ellsworth are headed to room five to eavesdrop on the workshop. Uh, Jameson, where where are you going? Are you going with Bob, or are you going with the other two to the back?
2: I'll go
1: with Bob. I want to see what's going on. The two of you go to the the front.
3: Yeah, I I kind of grab the oil as well because I know those hinges are a bit. Okay. So I want to oil a, those hinges.
1: Give me a luck roll, Bob.
0: We call Lucky Bob for a reason. I want to make sure everybody understands <laughs> that. Good luck, Ru- Lucky Bob.
3: I got 20.
1: Okay. You've got like your, a little bit of oil on the hinges of the door. Yeah. And, and then I'm
3: going to you know, make sure that bell does not ring. How like, are you going to do that? Open it so I can just grab it and hold it.
1: All right. Fire. So you guys come in to the reception area, managing to avoid ringing the reception bell. And as I said, there is the desk. There are the two bore heads, the shotgun between them, uh, the key rack underneath the shotgun, and the license plates uh, down the side. You're
3: going to look for the login, sign-in book.
1: Yeah, you find yeah. the sign-in book right where it's left. It's on the table.
3: Is there anything else the
1: desk, in it? Uh, you look through it. No, there's nothing else no. in it.
3: Can I reach the twelve, the shotgun? Absolutely. I'm gonna see if it's loaded.
1: Pull the shotgun off the rack, and you know it's a breech load. You open the breech. There is no rounds in it.
3: Okay, I'm gonna put it back.
1: Be able to see the back room. There what? is a door behind the desk. Yes. Yeah.
3: Is there anything else out front?
1: There's the desk.
3: Yeah, like what else is okay, around so behind the desk? desk.
1: Behind the desk there's just like sort of open slots. There's paperwork and things like that. And then Bob, look for the ripped page Bob finds in one of the little shelves there is a stack of license plates. Is our license plate in there?
3: Like the AB 1652?
1: You pull the plates out and start leafing through them. I need you both to give me a listen check. Listen? I got
3: two which is what an amazing
1: you? role what did mr gray get
3: 50
1: is that a success
3: <laughs> no no it's not uh,
1: no. you don't hear anything mr B- bob bucket as you pull the plates out you're still good they, the boys aren't coming back yet that's good you feel comfortable you look I the, you look through the plates and yeah. you you find the one that you're looking for
3: I'm gonna take that one and put the rest back.
1: And it has a hole in it as if it had been hung at one point on the wall.
3: Were they are how are they hung? By nails?
1: Yep, just a nail. Jameson, you were opening the door into the next room? Yeah.
3: Very carefully. Is it locked? Can I just check to see if it's locked?
1: It's not locked, no. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. Then I will try to open it.
1: This room is decorated with matching green and white wallpaper. What the outside of the building would have looked like. This is a slightly larger room than the guest room, about 20 by 10 feet. The room contains a frayed, cream fabric sofa, a coffee table, and shuttered window on the western wall. A cuckoo clock hangs from the eastern wall, beneath which stands a small kitchenette. The kitchen cupboards hold various unused plates and utensils, and a box of shells. For the shotgun, sits on the counter. A shelf on the southern <laughs> wall holds a number of small carved wooden animals.
3: I want to open the box and take out the
1: shells. Okay. But a, leave the. the bo- it's like there's 20 rounds in the box. There's 20 rounds. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of pockets, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah, just pocket them all.
1: There's an oil lamp that hangs on the northern and southern walls. You came in through the south. Beneath the window is an unlocked trap door open, leading down into the crawl space. <laughs> Next to the coffee table is a straw waste paper basket containing some trash, and there are two doors leaving the room. Uh, side by side. Again, going further down the T here. So you're you're taking the shotgun shells, Jameson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But leaving the box. But leaving the box and closing it. Right? Okay, okay. So you've got um,
1: twenty you've got twenty shotgun rounds. Okay.
3: Okay, shot in the pocket. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wanna keep my eyes kinda on that trapdoor. Yep. Yeah draw one of my pistols, and then just kind of hang on to it while, with my other hand, I'm going through the garbage. I just want to, like, see if there's anything in the garbage that uh, stands out.
1: So as as Jameson goes through the waste basket, he finds this, a torn page that is obviously missing from the checkbook, the the check-in book, the reception book. Now, J- Jacob is the gentleman you talk to in the back, his right. name is on there, registered.
3: Abraham Hickey is there as well.
1: Which is who he's looking
0: for. That's the day before. They missed him by a day.
3: And of course, James Frazier.
1: We have a Mr. and Mrs. Smith. James Frazier. An S. Bonner, which is the girl that uh, you saw look out the window. And a Bill Dunstan, you can only assume, is the man that (laughs) you met Older gentleman. Yep. But there is no Mr. and Mrs. Smith who checked in in room four. I mean, you haven't seen or heard any mention of them. Okay. It's been a while while since
3: James has been here,
0: so. Yeah, Yeah, you're looking at six days, maybe. (laughs) I mean, most people don't always stay for a week at a motel. A lot of times there are just passengers. The Smiths could be long gone by now. Yeah. We know that Frazier was almost a week ago. That Bonner has been here for at least two days, depending on what the date is. And Bill Dunstan could have signed in the same day as us, I'm not sure, the day before. But Trent?
1: Wait a minute. Trent. Trent Jacob Trent has been waiting here for some time. Yeah, it's been here almost days for Abe to arrive. Yeah, like two weeks. But the guest list is showing that Abe actually arrived before him. I agree
0: with that. But to stay in a, like, you just wrap your head around and staying in a motel for two weeks waiting for somebody to show up. I've stayed in some motels. I don't want to give the details, but I've never stayed for two weeks. That's what happens when your wife throws you out. That's what that sort of thing is.
1: Grab that list, Mr. Gray.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and pocket
1: that. Uh the two of you, uh, there are two doors leaving and the trapdoor leaving this room.
3: Can we get an idea where the doors are leading to? Just further okay, in. it's to the work like just further in, like to the workshop. Yeah, side maybe, or? maybe they're
1: maybe they're as far as that workshop that you talked about. Both of the doors are closed though.
3: We should beat a hasty retreat. We need to tell the tell the others what we found and yes I think we found enough here
1: <laughs> Okay so the two of you the two of you go to the back and into room 5 as you're going into room 5 you can hear the doors of the workshop closing as if they've just gone in and you're listening and uh, you, it's very muffled, but can you each make a listen check for me? Here's the worst
0: part. I rolled a 26, but my listen's 20. So that you can always
1: spend some luck.
0: <gasps> I will spend the six points in luck. <laughs> Cause
2: I got 86.
0: You got 86. <laughs> I will spend six luck points to get myself from 26 down to 20 for a successful listen check. From all that Sasquatch hunting. That's what that is.
1: You hear brothers chatting, and, and you can't tell who who is who. Their voices have a very similar tone. But one of them says, Mr. Trent has become quite a bother. Perhaps it is time that he moves along. At which point you hear uh, almost like a shower curtain being drawn. Like you hear sort of the scraping of rings on metal.
0: They said there was a tarp dividing the room they might be right the other around. voice
1: says uh, the other voice says yes we have we have many visitors at the motel now there are many there are many who could move along brother you hear a uh, a very loud bump and you hear the one brother says there there mrs smith your time is coming Ooh. Now you don't know who Mrs. Smith is because you don't have the information right. the other guys do. But <laughs> he says, "There, there, Mrs. Smith, your time is
2: coming." Are you hearing anything? I'm just hearing muffles. <laughs> be. shut up! You then Shit. hear, you
1: then <laughs> hear, you <laughs> then hear a, another thump, and then footsteps coming right towards the door. You have your ear to. It you hear you hear a sort of a, a click and a sliding of uh, of metal the voice he's right by the door and he says there we go william we're all set now what what do you hear and you can then hear them uh, the sliding of the rings again the gate the doors on the workshop are opening I
0: would like to rush outside and try to intercept them while the doors are open
2: okay and what no, what no. Do, binoculars let's spy on them (laughs) i've always wanted to try these binoculars turn off the light let's go (laughs) shut up
1: ellsworth heads out the back door and the brothers are just locking up the workshop doors and uh the old man in the wheelchair very slowly turns his head to look at ellsworth the other brother says uh says, hello, hello, mister... Uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't think we've met. I'm... I'm William Brophy. I own this establishment with my brother, Robert.
0: Spectre. Oswald Spectre. National Geographic. Hall Institute. Uh, just, uh, out for a late night photograph. yellow sap about sapsuckers. Baltimore Orioles. I mean, fascinating. You guys have a real ecosystem here. The sort of thing people need to know about. And I start picking up a couple of shots of the lake, and if I can, I'll try and get a picture of the two of them. Okay.
1: Okay. Are you yeah. trying to sneakily get a picture of the two of them? The sun is.
2: Oh the, sun is the, sun the sun two is two down. The sun is down now. Locals.
0: <laughs> people love locals.
2: <laughs> He's, That's he, why I have my binoculars. I'm looking for birds. We're looking for birds. He says
1: you won't see any birds here except the crows, and I'm not sure in this light you'll be able to see them either. You say National Geographic, Mr. Specter. I,
0: I have occasionally submitted work to National Geographic. I've been involved in a number of their expeditions. Fascinating piece of Americana. People need to know. People need to know.
1: He smiles at you, almost entertained, uh, and wheels his brother down uh, and starts to, uh, to head around. He says, uh, "Your driver, who registered you in, uh, he didn't say." Well, You're headed to Kingsport? What May I ask, out of curiosity, what what business you have there? Well,
0: we're looking. uh, A friend of the family popping in to have a visit. Kingsport, you know. Ardham to Kingsport and then further on down the coast. A number of villages we're going to visit.
2: I'm antique shopping.
0: Antiques? Mm. Oh. You don't happen to have any inside the garage. That's where you always find the best antiques. They call that barn finds
1: oh nothing in there just boxes and storage many left from the previous owner of the motel we haven't all
0: say that and yet you know they don't realize the value of their treasures we would love to take a peek if you don't mind i mean absolutely there is cash involved we know a number of very wealthy collectors
1: perhaps in the morning then
0: i guess if we have to wait till the morning we have to wait till the morning Thank you, gentlemen. You've been most accommodating. a lovely lake.
1: What a lovely lake. Good night, gentlemen. And he begins to push his brother back to the front of the house. Mr. Gray and Mr. Bucket, Bob and Jameson, you guys have slipped out the front. Uh, you can hear the voices that they're coming and you... Wh- wh- where do you head? Back to your room or...? No, swing back to room five. Okay. Yeah. So you pass the two brothers on your way around and... William nods to you. and says, "We ju- just ran into your your friends, uh, Mister Specter, uh, odd fellow. Probably hungry." As I'm standing there with
3: pockets bulging <laughs> suspiciously, with shells falling out of it. <laughs> Did you take the
1: shotgun? No. no. No, you didn't. Okay. So he he bids you uh, he bids you good night and uh, wheels his brother to the front. You then see William off to uh, once he gets his brother's sort of out of the rain under the shelter. He starts going around lighting the extra lanterns. Do you guys return
2: to room 5? Yep. You should hear what we heard.
3: You should see (laughs) what we found.
0: I think a shot of gin and tonic to ease the aching in the Jimmy legs,
1: it's <laughs> setting in.
3: The door to the uh, to the workshop is it open in or out? It probably
1: into the room.
0: Maybe somebody could shoulder in if it's not open.
1: There's something going on here. Why don't we try to you Jimmy heard, the lock heard first? Someone, you heard someone undo the latch on the other side of the door, Mister. Did Elfman. they undo it or did they latch it? Well, he heard something the door from room 5 into the workshop. You were listening at that door. You heard a latch get... Is that adjusted. the
0: room we're currently conversing
1: in? Yes. yes, we're in room 5. <clears throat> I'm going to try the door. So you undo the latch oh. on your side of the door? Yes. Sure enough, mm-hmm. the latch on the inside has been undone. And the door creaks open into the room. And beyond is the dark workshop. Is it actually dark? It's dark.
2: Do we have a flashlight? Except for yeah. the,
1: the lamplight from your room sort of spilling into it. Well, I'll, I'll turn on the flashlight that I have. And,
0: all right. I would also like to light this cigarette right now. My nerves are starting <laughs> on edge.
1: You are looking at a, a room divided by a heavy, a heavy sheet. Like, what side of the sheet do we come in on? You can't see the doors out of the workshop. So you're in the back of the workshop behind the sheet. There is a wooden table that you shine your flashlight on. It's centered on the far wall. It's Uh, okay, Mr. Spectre. Its it's surface is blackened. Its surface is blackened and scratched and it holds a pair of thick green rubber gloves and a row of six jars. The first four jars are half filled with a cloudy yellow liquid as your light tries to pierce through this sort of viscous material in in the jar. While the final two contain dozens of metallic needles spotted with green... Mold. As you you pan your flashlight around, you then see two long wooden boxes beside the table. Their heavy lids have been slid off. And your light does not, like the, the edge of the box, you can't see what's in it from the doorway. Your light just sort of shines... And there's these two long open boxes, quite large, beside this strange uh, table.
2: That's where they are.
1: Who? Ooh,
2: you are listening to them. That's probably where the husband and wife are.
3: I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take a
1: step into the room.
2: Yes, yeah, send him.
1: Okay. So Bob, with his flashlight, takes a step in. Uh, the the heavy curtain you can't shine your you don't know what's on the other side of that. There's a steel pipe running across with metal rings holding this heavy draped curtain, and uh, your flashlight shines across that. Uh, and your footstep into the workshop makes a makes a just a very light creak as
2: the old wooden floors sort of adjust to your weight. Okay, I am gonna I'll go in a bit
3: further
1: and see if I can see into the boxes. You start to come <laughs> uh closer uh to the boxes and in the first one your light begins to catch just the faintest glimpse of curled blonde sort of grey hair. Obviously a woman that's uh spent many nights in curlers. Her curly hair is just coming in as you're your light shines down. you see her uh her face, and her skin is a, a pallid gray with just the slightest green flecks through it of mold. She lays with her mouth open, uh, staring at the ceiling. She looked alive from my vantage point. God no. I mean she just she has no color in her face. There's a couple spots of green sort of mold that you can also see on those metallic needles.
3: I'm gonna look in the other one. Like you said, it's right beside it.
1: Shine your light to the other box. Uh, give me a spot hidden check. Forty-five, and I have forty-five. So you're just bringing your light over to the other box when you see the woman's hand slide up onto the edge. You bring the flashlight back. Her eyes are now staring at you, and she's beginning to stand up out of the box. She uh-huh. has a stiffness to her. She could... Uh, I'm gonna I st- <laughs> out of the room? As you do that, you now notice that a gentleman is rising out of the second box. And he has a uh, a meat hook in his hand. I will what? definitely step out of the. And so close you step out of the room. Right, sorry, the out door? of the room. Yes, because- and bolt it. Boom! The door. Clo- Just as you start to close the door, they do- they don't look stiff anymore. There's a rush towards oh. the door, and your flashlight only catches a glimpse of it as you slam it shut, and do you throw the latch. Or what do you do? Oh yeah. Do? No no I. You throw the latch it. and there's like a bang. The hook comes right through the door.